all understanding be part of your life in the name of Jesus Christ. And now I speak, releasing every blessing on any application that has delayed coming, that must bring you joy, that must bring you peace in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. I declare that let the applications be approved in the name of Jesus Christ. Any desk that that application has reached and wherever it has been held up, today I speak prophetically that let there be a performance today. Let there be a performance today. Let there be a performance today. Let there be a performance today that in 24 hours from today, we shall see the manifestation of the performances of the hand of God on those applications without fail in the name of Jesus Christ. If the Lord would have to move somebody from the office so that someone else can come in place to make that thing happen, I declare that from today, let that happen even now in the name of Jesus Christ for you and all your interests in the name of Jesus. If somebody must come to the office to add to the office so that possibilities are made and things are done in your favor, I declare that let those people be directed to those offices so that those possibilities are made and the advantages are given to you without fail in the name of Jesus. 24 hours from today, let there be good news for you. Let there be good news coming to you. Let your household receive good news in the name of Jesus Christ. Anyone that is planning any evil news against you, any contemplations and every agenda of the wicked that has been set up in motion to attack you, to bring you down, to frustrate you, to weigh you down in the name of Jesus Christ. Even the son of the living God, I speak over your life and your livelihoods and the thing that concerns your life, that those that are plotting for your downfall, may the Lord shame them in front of you, in front of them, in the name of Jesus Christ. May the elevation of the Lord lift you up right in front of them so that they can see you and say that indeed this is only by the hand of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We bless him. We honor his glorious name. We give him praise that is due him forever. He is our good God. We thank him for every good thing and every perfect thing that he's doing in our lives. May his name be praised forever. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe it, say amen. amen. If you believe it, say amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please tell all your friends and families and tell them that Emmanuel Christian Assembly, we are live online, on radio, on every platform. So wherever they can connect with us, let them connect quickly in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We are going somewhere. With the help of the Holy Spirit, we are heading somewhere in the name of Jesus Christ. I speak prophetic blessings upon your life again that may the Lord guide your steps in the name of Jesus Christ. May he order your steps in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May he deliver your steps away from failures in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May he reposition your steps in the place of a good direction that can bless you even in the future and even in the present in the name of Jesus Christ. The things that causes delays, all the deviations that causes delays today in the name of Jesus Christ, may the Lord lead you away from them in the mighty name of Jesus. The things that causes financial drain and financial waste, I speak prophetically by the power of Jesus' name that from today you are free from them by the power of Jesus' name. If you believe it, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Say praise the Lord. Say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord is with us. Amen. 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 The Lord is with us. It is our delight from Emmanuel Christian Assembly to bring the church to you. Hallelujah. So that there will be no gaps in your life by the grace of God, the knowledge of the kingdom of heaven. Wherever it is, we have seen in many places on YouTube and other places, on all kinds of social medias that people are all over the place and people are leading prayers uh, and leading the people astray with prayers. And yet here on Emmanuel Christian Assembly, 
by the grace of God, will lead the people into the kingdom of God with the knowledge of the things of the kingdom and with prayer, persistent prayer, a perseverance prayer. And therefore, I delight that you are in the right place, hearing the right voice by the leadings of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So today, I want you to brace yourself to receive a very deep information. Hallelujah. A very deep information. I want to thank God once again for all the mothers and the fathers, my brothers on the platform, my sisters all over the place, those in France and those in uh, any part of the world, in America, uh, in Belgium, uh, in Ghana, wherever you've tuned in from in the United Kingdom and also in Spain, uh, those in Zaragoza. Uh, I don't know whether I pronounce it properly, but hey, I salute you all in Zaragoza. Uh, that is where we are. You are picking from us live on Radio Power 96. Hallelujah. I, I want to take this moment to give room for anybody who desires to share a testimony unto the Lord, whatever the Lord has done for you in a moment, in a short moment now. If you can give God the glory and praise God for what he has done for you, will be great. Hallelujah. Because God expects us to give him glory on the things he does for us. Amen. Uh, a week from this time today, uh, mark the time, a week today, a, good, a very big good news is coming to somebody who is listening to me now. And the Lord is going to use that news to turn your life around, especially where your life seems to have come to a standstill. The Lord is going to use that news to turn things around. Mark this on, on, on any platform, on any sheet of paper. There is a good news coming. I hear very good, big sound news. That shall, be, shall become like a, a relief, global relief to many people on the platform. So please get yourselves ready by the grace of God and, and, and make your heart ready. When the Lord does it for you, please don't keep quiet. Come share with the people. Let people stand and celebrate what God has done in your life. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen. One of my sisters shared a testimony with me, and I, I was hoping on Friday she could come and share with us on the platform. If, if she can, I've seen her on the platform. I don't want to mention her name, but I believe that she knows that what I'm talking about. So please, if there is anyone that desires to do that, honest, we'll be grateful. The, the platform is open. Nobody wants to help us yet. All right, we'll give it out. We'll give God the glory. One of our sisters got a breakthrough and, and, and shared with me. Uh, I hope a message has been sent. And shared with me. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And, and I desire that they will share themselves. I keep telling people that when you tell me, the fact that you tell me, it's good to let me know. But I desire that the world hear. You know, I... If I'm telling the people, then it's like a second-hand information or maybe their third-hand information. But when you yourself is telling your own story, I believe that that is much more of a powerful uh, joy where my, my involvement or maybe I may add some stuff to make it spicy so that it can entice somebody. I, I refuse to do that. I refuse to do that. I want, I want to be true to the word that the Lord has given to me and whatever he gives me, the way he gives to me, I share it that way. So if you feel that it is important, you want the world to know and to glorify God with that, I'm grateful to God for you to also do that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I want us to go into what uh, the Lord has sent me to come and share with you today by the grace of God. Amen. Uh, it is something that I feel that we have to begin to grow into it. Just as this month the Lord has given to us as the month of the family finance, I believe that we need to get the knowledge of what finance is all about so that wherever we stand as a people, we know for sure that we are not beating around about the bush. And we are not wasting our own time or other people's uh, uh, precious time. But rather, every single step that we take, every decision that we make, every words that we speak, every seed that we sow, and every actions that we take, we know for sure 
that they are for signs and wonders and for a purpose in the hands of, of the righteous. Hallelujah. Because when people don't understand what they do, that is when the devil takes undue advantage over them. And then by the time you realize because of negligence and ignorance, I think that one too will also come. Reasons why men lose on the blessings of God. We'll deal with that after we are finished dealing with uh, uh, these uh, the fabrics of finance, you know, so that every one of us will be on a platform of knowledge by the grace of God. Hallelujah. On a platform of knowledge. Because without knowledge, you will perish. Hallelujah. We have seen many people who are professing as Christians, as children of God, as citizens of the kingdom of heaven, and yet walking in, in I don't want to use the word divine, but rather a very embarrassing position strategically that they are not maturing well or uh, faring well, you know, and it's not something that I desire that everyone or any one of us will walk in there. Those who are listening to me on Radio Life, I want you to be in the same capacity and same category. So my prayer for you is that may it go well with you. May it be well with all your endeavors. And by so doing, also receive the knowledge of the word of God so that you can apply your heart to wisdom in the name of Jesus. So today, we want to continue on the, uh, the fabrics of success. The fabrics of success. And we have dealt with a couple of the keys and today, there are two main powerful keys that resides to individuals. It is an individual activity. Hallelujah. It is, it is to your own discretion to actually work with those two keys. Anyone who possesses those two, those two keys and are able to work effectively and efficiently with those two keys, regardless of what they do or where they are, by the grace of God, their success are inevitable. The things that will make them thrive or succeed, whether in career, succeed, whether in business, succeed, whether in their marriage, succeed, whether in the education, any area that the Lord positions you, success will become just like an automatic thing. Hallelujah. It will be like a night and day. Whether you like it or not, there will be a 24 hours, which will start from some time from zero, zero till the next 24 hours, and another day will begin. So whether you like it or not, if those two keys are in your hands and you utilize them effectively and efficiently, then your success and all the efforts on all the rest of the fabrics of success becomes very, very possible by the grace of God. Hallelujah. And one of the success, uh, one of the keys that we want to talk about today, actually we have to talk about two of them, all the two keys. The first key is secrecy. Secrecy, how to be discreet or quiet about the involvement and the activities that the Lord has commissioned you to do. It is very vital. Quietness of the heart and of the mouth is a key to a great development when it comes to the kingdom's activity. If you are a child of God that the Lord has blessed you with any information and he has not told you to go and share it abroad and he has not informed you to let it be written on a silver platter to lay it by the roadside so that it can become a sign for everybody who walks by can read about what is going on in your private life. If that is the knowledge you obtain and you walk with it, the Lord will also help you. In the name of Jesus Christ. So secrecy is a key. And it's one of the wisdoms that Jacob exhibited when he was working in the farm or in the field or in the business of Laban, his uncle. And it was one of those activities that he had to hold dearly. Because remember that Jacob had carried two children or two daughters of Laban to himself as wives. And therefore, if he does not take care of his own mouths, whatever comes out of him or whatever the Lord will reveal to him, 
if he doesn't take care and let it come out of his mouth loosely and sends out the message to the children, his own children, it may fall into a wrong hand or to his, some of his people that may not be so pleased with his progress and that could affect him. And so every information the Lord gave to Jacob, he managed to keep it quiet until the appointed time. Until the appointed time. Secret is one of the major strength of the Most High God. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 29 verse 29. Please keep this scripture in your heart. Deuteronomy 29 29. Deuteronomy 29 29. Say the secret things belongs to the Lord. Our God, but those things which are revealed belongs to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. So my submission to you with this scripture is this, that God keeps secrets. If the creator of the universe finds it necessary to keep his own mouth shut, that the rest of his creation must not know everything else that he is doing, then his creation must also learn the practice of the creator by learning how to hold our mouth quiet. Hallelujah. Amen. It is important to realize that every dream of man does not come as a celebration to the world. Even the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ was not a joy to everybody, inasmuch as there were three wise men who saw his star and were prepared to go out there to pay homage, to carry some of their life savings and the money and the wealth of their life, to carry it and go and pay respect and give it to him. Though nobody invited them, they chose it of a necessity to go and do that because they knew that a king had been born. At the same time, some Somebody also who heard the news was not so pleased with the information. And so he sought for ways and means to remove the Savior from the existence of this earth. And it took the intervention of the Lord to come in there to speak to the Father, Joseph, in a dream by the night. To tell him that, hey, listen, the child's life it is at stake. It is better and in a great interest for you, your wife, and the child to run away from this place right now. And so the Bible says that Joseph woke up early in that morning and began to make a move by the grace of God and get to that place where he will be able to save the life of his dear son, which is our savior, our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know whether it's the angel of God calling me. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I want you all to realize this, that whatever we do in this life, the Lord is requiring us to learn how to hold our mouth up so that we don't speak all over the place and talk to everybody across the world for them to know what you are about in your privacy. Hallelujah. The scripture says, the scripture says in Joshua chapter 2 verse 1 to 9, the Bible says that when the Lord promised Israel to give them the promised land, it was something from God. It was the Lord who had promised. Whatever the Bible says the Lord promised, the words of the Lord or the promises of God, they are yea and amen, which means that there is nothing that can deviate the promises of God. And yet when the message came to Joshua that he has to continue to lead the people to their promised land, he found it necessary to go out there and scout the lands which were up there because there could be anything at all over there. And so he sent two spies to a particular place from Jerusalem to go to the place of, 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 of the lands. And then when they got to the place, the Bible says that they got to a place called Jericho. And it was that place that they found out that the people in there, they were men of war. They were men who understood the need for protection, to keep things within. And so the scripture says that nobody entered into the city without the knowledge or the notice of those who guarded the city. And now, 
Joshua needed to know a strategy to access the city, defeat the city, so that he can possess what belonged to him. Let me tell you this, so that in your daily endeavors you realize where you are standing. Every promise of God to you is coming from somewhere that somebody is already there. Yes. The Bible said in the book of Ecclesiastes that there is nothing new under the sun. So every breakthrough that the Lord wants you to be there, whatever business God has given to you, you are not the only first person to have that business in this life. No. Somebody may be holding it but not know the value of it. Somebody may know the value of it but not have the expertise match. Somebody may have the expertise match but not have the resources to run it or even the willpower. And therefore, when your secrecy is carried with you on those ideas the Lord gives to you, it will preserve your life and your business ventures. Amen. So do not waste your pearls, do not waste your voice, do not waste your speech, do not waste your ideas, do not talk them out easily because the devil is always waging war on the words of your lips. The things that you say out of your mouth begins to create its own reality and attract its own challenges. And that is when the battles become fearsome. When the devil knows that this that this lady is saying can actually make her somebody of a substance in society. And so they will fight you. Everything. They will use everything to fight you. And you wonder, this was the promise of God. Why now are these fighting all over? So learn how to keep your mouth shut. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me share with you a, spe a special example of a man that the Lord promised with all kinds of ideas. That is Joseph. He was sleeping and the Lord revealed to him and said, that, listen, Joseph, I'm going to make you a leader. And in, in a coded form, by way of the sun bowing to the, uh, the moon and the, and the moon and the stars bowing to him, and then the, 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 the sheaves of his brothers or his brethren also bowing to his sheaves and all that. And then they all understood and had a, a, a meaning or interpretation to whatever the brother was carrying by his mouth, his mouth. The mouth of Joseph, as a young man, a 17-year-old boy, could not be kept silent. And so he spoke this out out of um, ignorance to his brothers. And the Bible says that the moment he spoke out of these things into the ears of his brothers, they were not so pleased with it. They were not happy. Listen, why? So they, one of them said, uh, so do you mean that we are all going to bow to you or what? And then the dream came again to his father. And then he said the same thing to the dad. And again, the same interpretation with the father. The father said, so do you mean that me and your mom are going to bow to you? It was an information from the Lord. But that information could have been kept for a time. Sometimes our words and the sound of our voice wages war against our progress and for that matter it delays the opportunity of the manifestation of the promises of God. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Thank so we'll have to learn how to keep our mouth shut. Let me tell you something about David's life. In 1 Samuel chapter 19 verse 2 going, the Bible says that Jonathan told David saying, my father Saul so, so, seeks to kill you. Therefore, please be on your guard until morning and stay in a secret place and hide away from his sight. Why? Because the life of David had now been cleared to Saul, knowing that David is a career of a blessing. 
This young boy could sing a song of the Lord with a help to a point where the king who was sick with all kinds of infirmities and demons harassing him, when this young man sings and plays his harps, all of a sudden he can feel a relief and healing coming to him. And then this young man, the same this little boy, goes to the field, fights a giant that the king and all the big armies were running away from. And for the women to sing his song, he said, David has killed his 10,000 and Saul has killed his thousand. Seeing that David is now coming into his prominence. So he was scared. He was scared. And anything to do to remove David from the scene so that the dream of becoming a king by the voice of the Lord with the anointing from Samuel would never come to pass. And the Bible says that 21 times the, the life of David was being attempted by the king to kill him. One of them was, a couple of them was pinning him to the wall with a javelin. All because of the dream that David would one day be a king. And at the same time, Saul himself was a king. So David was now looking at a man that he will now overthrow or he will now come and replace him in his position. But discretion and wisdom says that you've got to keep your mouth shut and create a distance. Be on your guard so that it does not become a snare for you to think that sitting at the king's table, having all the best of lunches in front of the king is actually a delight for you to know that you are on your way to become a king. Watch out. I will sound the same warning to those who are listening to me live on radio and anywhere that you are listening to me today. Watch out those that are close to you. I'm not saying that put everybody in the category of a witch or a wizard or a demon or a principality, but please keep your mouth shut on the things that the Lord has given to you until the day appointed that you must rehearse it in the ears of the public. Thank you. Thank you. The ideas the strategies, the opportunities that the Lord gives to us, it is not for every ear and it's not for every eye to see it. It is better to ask God whom you should communicate the information to so that whatever you need to achieve with all those things, it shall become fulfilled by the grace of God. Amen. In Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 9, 10, 11 to 16, the Bible says that the Lord spoke to the heart of Nehemiah, telling him about the condition of the broken walls of Jerusalem and all the cities burnt and the gates burnt and everything that protected the city was no longer there and nobody could do anything to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Unfortunately, some of the leaders were there. Some people like Ananias and all the rest. Uh, I'm not talking about Ananias of the New Testament, uh, uh, but Ananias of, his, of, of, of the lineage of, of uh, Nehemiah, his brother. He was there. They all saw it. They were part of the leadership. And yet for 20 years, they could not build just a fence wall to protect the city. And when the message came to Nehemiah, his heart was grieved. And from chapter 1, chapter 2, he began to cry out unto the Lord and pray for mercy and repentance unto the Lord, asking God that, Lord, give me another chance. I believe that most people are on the platform who are actually living on a second chance of the Lord, seeking to rebuild again the business that collapsed yesterday or the ideas of strategies that they had and it, waste, it was wasted yesterday. And they are on their second chance asking God for mercy or a new open door so that they can do something to the glory of God to build the family finance all over again. If you are in that capacity, you are in the same place as Nehemiah was. And so the scripture says that he spent a couple of days crying out unto God for guidance, for wisdom, for favor, for all kinds of inquiries that can help him go back to his city and rebuild the land. The Bible says that the opportunities were made. The king where he was in Sushan managed to give him licenses and wrote letters for him and all resources and protections were given to him. Even time was allotted him for him to go out there to rebuild the sepulchres of his father and the cities, the walls, the gates and everything. So when he was on his way 
and he came to the place where the situation was, which is Jerusalem, he summoned all the elders and then told them the need for them to do the work of the kingdom by building again the walls of Jerusalem. But there was something that he did that actually blesses my heart so much that it has actually increased my capacity to be quiet and be silent in a lot of things. One, when he went there, let's open to Nehemiah chapter 2. Please, if your Bible is close to you, let's open to Nehemiah chapter 2. Let's hear what the word of the Lord says over there in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Nehemiah chapter 2. When Sambalat, the Horonite, and Tobiah, I'm reading from verse 9, 10, going, I think I'll take it from 10. When, when, when Sambalat, the Horonite, and Tobiah, the Ammonite, officials, listen to me, officials heard it. They were displeased, they were deeply disturbed that a man had come to seek the welfare of the children of Israel. You see? It was the letter that Nehemiah was holding when he visited the king and told him for help so that he can go to Jerusalem and rebuild the walls. And when the king got his information and the letter, the officials that surrounded the king now passed on the information to other people who were not part of the gathering of the king at the time. And some of the people were not so pleased to hear that, hey, somebody has come to rebuild Ghana again. Somebody has come to help this family, the Ajay for Job family, for them to become strong again. Somebody has come to see the Donko family to rise again, to become financially noble and become free again. And so they were not so pleased. And these were people who were officials in the camp. Mm. So they said that he was not so pleased to see the welfare of Israel. There is something I want you to see when we are ending to this uh, first part of the, the, talk, the talk on secrecy. That it is not everybody in this world who will ever celebrate or jubilate about your progress or your attempt to be free in this life. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Who is McCarthy to write a book for me to go and read about it? I heard it in my ears. I heard it in my own ears. Yes. And the one that said that thing that came to my ears was somebody that I had stood in the prayed and fasted for. Yes. And for them to celebrate that God had used me to produce one small booklet, somebody is standing there telling that, what does he know? What does he know that I should go and read about what he has said? So you know what I did? I actually went there and blessed them with a free book. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the things I do. Yeah, I actually went there and blessed them. I, hope, I, I traveled from here, an hour plus, to, the, to, the, to their house, knocked at their door. He said, hey, what are you here for? I said, yes, I came here to come and say, God bless you, and to tell you that the Lord has been gracious, and this is what the Lord has given. Amen. This is the copy of your family. Hallelujah. Receive it. And say, oh, wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we couldn't come to the listen, but we were, we were planning to do it. I said, don't worry about it. So how much do you want me to contribute? I said, no, you don't need to contribute. Everything has been paid off by the grace of God. Everything Amen. has been paid off. So there is no need for you to bother yourself. But oh, let me say, I said, no, no, keep it. Keep it. Yes. Who is Joseph that we all must bow to him? After all, he's only, his mother is even dead. After all, he's just the last born. So why do we have to do anything about him? After all, he's somebody that does not know much. He's just a rudy boy that daddy has pampered him, gave him a coat of many colors. So he thinks that he has arrived. So why should we celebrate the dreams for him to be a leader among us? What about Ruben? What about God? What about the rest over there? What about Benjamin? What about them? Why shouldn't they become the leader? But no, 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 no. Listen, God knows best whom he wants to become a lead 
in any area. And therefore, you must learn how to keep the opportunity to yourself until the appointed time. If you are communicating it, be very selective and be very discerning. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Because money, money, finances, for you to become financially independent, if you don't have your mouth being heavy and learn how to keep your mouth shut, money has got wings. The moment you open your mouth, it can fly away. So please, learn some secrets about these men and learn how to keep things to yourself until that day. And let's see what Nehemiah would do from verse 12, verse, uh, verse 12, chapter 2. Then I arose in the night, and I and few men with me, and I told no one what my God had put in my heart to do at Jerusalem. You see, oh, the brother had gone and gathered all those leaders. He called them few men, the nobles, the officials. And yet he never told them what God had put in his heart to do in Jerusalem. He never told them. And even the garden was a garden of a night, not a day. No eyes were there. Why? Oh, what is going on in the house? Hey, I've seen that. Oh, the leader of, of this clan has come in there. I've seen that. Oh, Auntie, Auntie, Auntie Rachel is also here on there. What's going on in there? You never know. All these requests of others, the inquisitive minds of people, all the nosy men and women will begin to smell even the sound of your voice. About, and can be able to interpret it. My mom, you always say that walls have got ears. So be careful what you say to the walls. Yeah. Which means that it is better for you to keep your mouth si silent than to speak in the void of people. Amen. Hallelujah. So he gathered people and did not tell them what was going on. Was what was was my was there any animal with me except the one that I rode upon? Let's jump to verse 15 because there's a lot of scriptures to read. So I went up in the night by the valley and viewed the walls. Then I turned back and entered by the valley gate, and so I returned. And the officials did not know where, that is verse 16, and the officials did not know where I had gone or what I had done and had not yet told the Jews, the priests, the nobles, the officials, and the others who did the work. This was the statement of Nehemiah. He said, I did not tell anybody, please, please, including the priests, the pastors, including the Jews, the people who were impoverished, including the nobles, those whom the, the, when there is any need in the community, they call them together, the officials, those who are in positions, and all the others, everyone involved, he kept his mouth shut. He didn't tell them what he was going to do, to do the inspections of the walls. When he came back, now he began to tell them about what the Lord wants him to do. And now he apportioned everybody their responsibility. You are standing here. You are doing this. You are doing this. You are doing this. And the Bible says that in 52 days, 52 days, 20 years of hard labor, in 52 days was being able to be established because of secrecy. Amen. People of God, if we don't learn how to be quiet, and be secret in what God has given to us. A stranger will carry your idea and become a millionaire with it, and you'll be walking as a pauper buying from them. We are living in a world that is full of cruelty. Let me read something for you to hear in the book of Psalms, Psalm 11, verse 2. He said, For look, the wicked bends their bow, they make ready their arrow on a string that they may shoot secretly at the upright in heart. So don't think that everybody out there walking on the street singing with you the hallelujah chorus is also on the same plane or platform with you in Jesus' name. So please be careful. You never know what the devil has planned 
to actually betray you at the very moment that you needed help most. I'm talking of experience. I'm talking of things that people could call others and tell them that, listen, if you are supporting this brother, I want you to pull the strings away or stop it because the, the plans of this brother is not of a good intention. Be careful what you do or to you, you use to support him because it can turn around against you in, in tomorrow. People said it. And all I thought that everybody that held the Bible to preach, everybody that sang in the choir, everybody that prayed in the intercessory, everybody that ushered in the ushering department, everybody that did the radio ministry and the tape ministry, those who were in the Sunday school ministry, those who were out there doing outreach on winning souls, I thought that they all were together building the kingdom together with us, not knowing that everybody had their own interest at heart. And therefore, it took the mercy of God, the mercy of God to preserve my life from not dying. It took the mercy of God that the Lord overruled some of the decisions of men to be able to allow me to even have a settled home as a, as a young man. It took the mercy of God to turn around my captivity when I thought that all was lost and there was no help coming from anywhere. It took some men to go against the grain and decide against some leaders to make life happen for somebody. Amen. All because they had inside information. They had people who could come and tap on, on things and press on stuff. And then you begin to voice out things, thinking that they are at your interest. But please, you never know what they came, who sent them to be there. Sometimes even they came by themselves just to hear whatever you're going to say. And then they will go and carry it out, out there and say it about everywhere. Yeah. They become tear bearers. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 11, verse 13, keep this at the back of your mind. Proverbs eleven thirteen. 13. It says, a tear bearer reveals secrets, but he who is of a faithful spirit conceals a matter. A tear bearer, they will reveal your secret, but he that comes with, with what? With, with, um, with, with a faithful spirit, the Bible says that they keep matters. So you always have to be discerning to know whom you want to talk to about the ideas that you have, especially on your business. And that was one of the strategy of Jacob to rise to become millionaire by the grace of God, by the grace of God. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 2, chapter 20, verse 19, that he who goes about as a taborer reveals secrets. Therefore, do not associate with one who flatters with his with lips. Be careful. Watch out unto all those people. Hallelujah. You can smile with everybody, but don't share all the thoughts with everybody. These that I'm talking to you about is coming from a candid heart based on experience. On what I have end, uh, I endured as a young man by the grace of God. And I've learned lesson the hardest way. That now I know it with easy and with all the experience of Jacob. And by the grace of God, now I'm sharing with you. So please, secrecy is one of the keys for progress financially. If you want to become independent and not rely on hand to mouth and mouth to hand. If you want to become prudent financially and rise to the place of divine occasion, be careful what people come to sell to you on the internet. Some people will come and tell me, oh, I made 20,000 pounds in a month or two months. And why are you telling me? If you made it, keep quiet and keep amassing it. They know how to draw you into their coffers and know what you have or what you carry and use that to steal away from you. They will tell you, now we want to sell you with this. You know what they are trying to do? They are trying to buy all your wealth away from you without your knowledge. Hmm. So keep things to yourself until the day the Lord wants you to reveal it. Until the time that the Lord wants you to expose it. Else premature exposure produces all kinds of struggle and constraint to the progress of a believer who wants to make it in this life. 
premature exposure. There are a few things I want you to pick on this topic of secrecy. Number one, when the Lord blesses you with ideas, financially, strategically, to become somebody to walk into any kind of business or any idea, first of all, these things must run through your mind. It is not everybody's business to know what you are doing. That's point number one. Number two, chances are that they may not be interested anyway. So why tell them? Number three, they may not understand your dreams and therefore they can sabotage it. So why tell it? Number four, people may be jealous and they can abort the plans that you have. So why tell them? Hmm. Number five, friends may celebrate with a fake smile mm -hmm. Thank you. and will not yield any blessings to your plans or your projects. So why let them be aware? Amen. Hmm. Number six, Others may pronounce curses on your ideas, and that can slow you down. So why tell them anyway? Hmm. And the last one, if it is not their business, why make it their business? Hmm. If it is not their business, why make it their business? Amen. Keep things to yourself, my dear. Hmm. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 30, verse 37, that Jacob, when the Lord revealed to him in a dream how to make mutation of his prize, it was something that the, the man that is Laban, his uncle, had cheated on him. When the uncle, as I spoke to you, we read it, that the uncle came to him and said, I name your prize because I have known by experience that because of your coming, I have been blessed by God. The blessings was on him. Now it has affected somebody. And they are rising in capacity. And they are increasing in flock and in business. And so he says that I can see by experience. So you name your price. At last time we dealt with it. You know, the, 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 the secret to layer people, to keep them staying in a place where the Lord wants them to live. And the brother stayed and said, okay, give me the spotted and the specs. The one that is not, has got no much value so that I keep it to myself. And he made a statement that shocked me. Laban made a statement. He says that after they agreed on that, Laban referred to him that, listen, it is your own word that you have spoken about what you want as your wages. And therefore, stay with that. It's in the Bible. You go and read. Genesis chapter 30, verse 28, 29, coming down. It says that it's your own word. And so now, in the night, the same night, the Bible says the same night, that Jacob now wants to go out there to take those sheep and those goats which were spotted and speckled. The Bible says that that same night, the sons of Laban went in there with the father, the help of the father, remove all the ones that Jacob had agreed upon. So he woke up in the morning, realized that he had nothing to start with. We talked about it. He started from zero. So now he needed the divine advantage. That's the prophetic advantage. The dreams, we will deal with that. The dream, that the prophetic advantage to be at his side so that he can begin to make something profitable with what God had given to him. That is his wages, which he has agreed upon. So when he woke up in the morning, there was nothing to go for. And I thank God that he didn't hold a grudge. And from that point on, he began to do what God had spoken to him in a dream. The wives didn't know. His own children didn't know. Nobody knew. Laban himself didn't know. The sons of Laban didn't know. He didn't tell any friend about the strategy of cutting armored trees and making strides on them 
and putting it by the gutter where the sheep will come and drink water. And from that, they can produce offspring to his own type. So he did that. And so I want to read from 37 coming down. Now Jacob took for himself rods of green and poplar and of the almond and chestnut trees, peeled white strips in them and exposed the white which was in the rod. Verse 41, I jump to 41. And it came to pass whenever the stronger livestock conceived that Jacob placed the rods before the eyes of the livestock in the gutters that they might conceive among the rods. Verse 42, but when the flocks were feeble, he did not put them in. So the feebler were Laban's and the stronger Jacob's. Thus, the man became exceedingly prosperous and had large flocks, females, and, make, and many servants and, and or camels and donkeys. And this leads me to the second secret, which is all mental stuff. That is thinking smart, smart thinking. Yes, in as much as you keep your mouth shut, you don't have to be dumb. You don't have to walk because you're a Christian, so you have to behave as if that, oh, Christian, the Bible says you slap this here, you have to turn the left right, the left ear, so that you slap there also. The next time they give you one slap here and the second you turn around, you give them a second slap, you will realize that your eyes will be turning upside down. And the next thing is that you are on the floor and they would have walked away and your health is compromised and your plans to take care of your family is all compromised. The Bible said that when the, when the people, the Pharisees were pressing on Jesus to kill him, to push, the, the scripture said that they wanted to push him over a cliff so that he can fall head along and die. The Bible says that he sneaked among them and, and, and escaped. So never assume that because you're a child of God, you cannot think right. Jacob found the need to be strategic. And therefore, with all the wisdom and the smartness that the Lord gave to him, he kept his mouth shut. And when he began to do the strategy, he didn't put it anyhow, anywhere, that, oh, all die be die. And so you put the strips in there, all sheep be sheep anyway. No, he was smart. He thought so quick. He became so smart in his thinking. So he saw the stronger ones that were pregnant, that came to water, and he put the stick there. And the feeble one that they came, he took the stick away. Because everything that was coming by those who watch by vision, those who watch those sticks, when they were pregnant, they produced offsprings that he liked. That was his wages. So that was ways of him becoming rich by smart thinking. He thought smart. He did not allow the issue to overwhelm him. He did not let everybody to know about what was going on. He was smart in thinking. He was smart in thinking. The Bible says that, behold, I send you out a sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. This is the statement of the Lord. These are the words of the Lord. It says that he is sending us into the world. Matthew chapter 10 verse 16. And therefore we've got to be smart as serpents and harmless as doves. It was of no harm to labor, but it was an interest to Jacob to put the stripes on there so that his wages, he was thinking about his wages. And Laban was also thinking about his wages or his increase of flocks. And so he decided to outsmart him by way of taking the right ones away. And when the time came for him to receive his rewards, there was nothing. So now he also has also used prudence and strategy, wisdom, to think outside of the box about how to apply the revelations that the Lord has given to him. And by so doing, he began to obtain results that was untold and had never been done scientifically anywhere in the world. I will say this as a warning. That 
The things that the Lord wants to reveal to us, some of them are beyond man's understanding. Some of them are going to be even inventions that are yet to come. One of my fathers sent me a, a video of a product that his ideas conceived and designed it on a, on a paper and took it to Kokompe and then gave it to one of the Kokompe boys and they produced something that he would have bought thousands of pounds or dollars to be able to feed his farm. And then he sent it to me. He said, son, look at what I've achieved. I said, daddy, this is out of the world. This is a smart thinking. Yes. The fact that you are a Christian doesn't mean that you have to think small. Actually, the Lord says that we are wise. Yes. The Bible says that when Solomon was established as a king, it was the wisdom and the tacts of the spirit of God that led him to the place of being able to become a greater king that all eyes wanted to see him, all ears wanted to hear some of the parables that came out of his mouth, and everyone wants to associate with Solomon. And to a point where even two women, two prostitutes, who had given to birth to children in days apart, now one of them killed their, um, unfortunately, it was an unfortunate situation. One of them killed their, their, their child by accident and then woke up in the morning early, found out that their child was dead, swapped the babies, and now the matter was before Solomon. And Solomon does not know who even these fathers are. And there was no DNA test at the time to determine that, oh, this child belongs to you by DNA test or this child belongs to you by DNA test but by the wisdom and smart thinking of the Lord on the man but he began to decide by way of using fear and strategy to be able to determine whom this one belongs to the living child and he was able to identify that people of God let us always think smart though we can have all the opportunities around us if our thoughts does not go by the leadings of the Holy Spirit of God and become smarter, the enemy will silence us quickly before our time. So learn something out of today's message. The Bible says in Psalm 112 verse 5, which we have been speaking about in Psalm 112, it says a good man deals graciously and learns he will guide his affairs with discretion. Discretion is very key. It's a vital thing. That is when smart thinking comes into play. Proverbs chapter 2 verse 11 says that discretion will preserve you and an understanding will keep you. Chapter 19 verse 11, Proverbs chapter 19 verse 11 said the discretion of a man makes him, makes him slow to anger and his glory is to overlook a transgression. The discretion of a man makes him slow to anger and overlooks a fault or tra uh, uh, transgression. So today, the Lord sent me to come and share these two secrets with you. Those of you who are listening to me on radio, the secret of being smart thinker and being able to walk with a mouth shut. Learn how to keep your mouth heavy. Don't let everything come out, spew out, shared out, and communicated out. Uh, thinking that they are all Christians, we are all in church, so I shared my ideas with them, and then I shared my thoughts with them. Oh, this is my Christian brother. Oh, this. I'm using the Christian faith to talk about it. Some of them go beyond that and think that the ones that are sharing thoughts or ideas with them at work, they are friends. They are not. They are not. Every one of them is seeking for their interest. Do you think that if they can have the opportunity to make a billion pounds and they say that go and kill this person and nobody will ever hear in the rest of your life, go and do it and we'll give you the money. Do you think that they'll be quiet and not do it? You watch them. You watch them. People of God, let's be careful. Let's be careful to become financially stable, you have to have secrecy and to think smart. These two keys are mental keys that comes with maturity. It comes with strength. 
it comes with those who have made up their minds that until the Lord brings it to pass, we will not share it with anybody. And when you see those things happening, by the grace of God, you have arrived. And then the Lord can bless you with your own. He can open a new platform for you to be able to become stronger. Because the moment you start before your time, protests can rise from anywhere and everywhere. And whatever they will do, they will stop it. They will make it harder. They will make it difficult. They will drive people away from it. They will distort people's interest. They will make people grow against it. And by the time you realize, you yourself, you grow weary of all the plans. You knew it. It was from God. You understood it, that it was a vision that God had given. But because of your mouth, because of lack of discretion, because of these things, you lose the opportunity to become effective and gaining grounds and your family becoming financially free. This is the message of the Lord to you. I pray that it blesses your heart. I pray that the Lord helps you with it. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray that the Lord gives you all that it takes to become greater and greater in whatever you do to the glory of our Lord in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Amen.